another episode of the Optical View podcast. Today, I'm joined here with Dylan Massey. Dylan, thanks for coming on. I'm super excited to have you. I think uh, the viewers and everybody listening is going to be in for a real treat with kind of what you bring in your story. Now, before we jump into the juicy stuff and more about you, I have some quick rapid fire questions for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite genre of music? Rap. Definitely rap. Rap? All day long. Okay. Who's your favorite rapper? Um, that's a really good one. Um, Big X. Um, Eminem, 50 Cent, okay. more of the old school. Old school stuff, I like Tupac. it. I like it. What would you say your favorite thing about yourself is? My favorite thing about myself is doing martial arts because I like being like getting physical aspects and it also helps me with like, you know, staying focused, discipline, self-control, how to like overcome struggles and, and uh, obstacles in life. So that's why I like doing my kickboxing. So it keeps me doing my thing and focusing. Okay, we're approaching Christmas here. Doesn't have to be a physical gift, but what do you think is the best gift that you ever received? Spend time with my family. That's Spend time all. with family. Family that's time. All matters. I'm, I don't mind about the you know the gifts or I don't mind about the presents and stuff. I'm mostly into my like my family and spend time with them and actually having the one on one and like the traditional games and routines we do. So it's it's good to have a family time, Christmas spend time. Beautiful. I'm gonna flip that around. What do you think is the best gift that you ever gave? Oh, my best gift that I ever gave. Oh, my best gift that I ever was give. Gabe was in like new punching gloves. Ooh, who'd you give that to? Um, who I gave that to was my brother. Marco? Marco. Yeah. All right, we, I want to touch on him in a little bit, but let's, let's keep going here. Do you have a favorite quote? If you do, what is it? I don't really have a favorite quote, um, but Bubba says this, big dog season. All right. So that's, it's, a, it's more of like a hype quote, cause like, you know, we're training hard and we're getting ready for a fight. And like, if we get like any kind of nerve or any kind of tension, I'm just like, what season is it? Big dog season. Big dog season. It's All ready right. To go. I like that, dude. I love this question. This is one of my favorite questions I have. Um, if a movie gets made about you, who would you want you to play in the movie? I don't really have a specific person or character, but um. um the tough one, eh? I know, right? Because yeah. it's just like, because it's like you have a bunch of people that you really want to like be in the part of the movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying, but like you can't really specifically. Does it have to be a movie character, or it has to be a like, or anybody in like anybody, anybody like a actor? Maybe you just say a couple people. Okay, well, um, I don't really know any like movie actors because okay. I don't know too much, um, but like people in my life like Xavier Keaton my, my friends okay because I think he's a really cool guy and he's a really like jokester shout out Xavier shout out to Xavier um, um also Bubba because all right uh, because the reason why is because this guy will come in with no plan into class and he goes say some jokes and it's just like did you plan this out and he's like no and he's no. just like he's going for the route going for the road um Definitely, I have to give it to uh, Justin Buckman. That's what right, I JB, Just, yeah. JB, because, hey, it's story time. You right? right. You know, he brings it in and he's actually speaking facts, and you're just like, shit, like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the three people um, in general. Okay, I like that. Now, I love tattoos. I've got five on me. What's your favorite tattoo that you've seen either on you or you? Don't, I don't think you have any tattoos, do you? No. I love a what's your favorite tattoo that you've seen on somebody else? Favorite tattoo that I've seen on someone else, Bubba. I like the um, 
the uh, clock with the dove. Yeah. Because of the time and like how things in life is perspective that's going on. Um, and I also liked um, some some I, some of the guys I seen like in my uh, in Waco like in okay. kickboxing. They have like this lion tattoo that's going down. Yep. And like have different animals and stuff. And I really like actually like that because it's just like spirits, animals, and like how like you are and like it tells like personality or, or perspective of you. Okay. Um, but I don't like. But those are the two tattoos that I like. Um, but really, like honestly, like personally about tattoos, it's like whatever suits you and whatever. If you have a good story about it and like it representing you, like your own personality, yeah, yeah. what person you are, yeah, yeah. like go with it. You know, I like that. Bro, that's like, dude. Like I can see it. You're yeah. wild. You're ready to go. Yeah, sure. Pumped up. You really want to knock out, get that win, yeah. brother. That's how you go. I love you know? it. I love it. Um, you mentioned spirit animal. If you were to pick a spirit animal, what? Spirit animal is yours. Cheetah. Cheetah. Why? Because Why? I'm fast. I like being fast, furious, and I like and I like cheetahs because I also pet a cheetah okay. in South Africa. Okay. So that's cool. Because if you can look at my Instagram, Mad Jacks on Instagram, it, you can definitely see it. It'll be like a cheetah me just petting it. Beauty. Um, but yeah, I like. Cheetahs. Were you scared? Were you scared petting that? No. No. Bro, I, I, I'm scared even thinking of that, man. <laughs> Bro, when I okay, when I walked in her and they and the zookeepers from South Africa was okay. So this is a funny story. So like, um, so me and JB yeah. were walking in a zoo and like the South Africans were like hosting us and then yeah. like they were actually showing us around about like South Africa and how things go. Um, but when I was when we were going to the zoo, like they took us to the zoo. These animals. Like some of them you can't pet because obviously like some of them are like alligators. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the actual cheetahs, like they had baby cheetahs and they had actual cheetahs. Okay. So you get to choose which cheetahs you want to pet, and so I choose the actual cheetahs because like I don't mind the baby cheetahs, but like I like to see the real cheetahs. Yeah, yeah. Because like, and my friends right beside me, like, like they were just like, no, we're not doing this. Okay. So I'm like. What the heck with it? I'm going in there because I need a pet cheetah. Okay. I was like, I wouldn't say I was nervous, but I was like, I was shocked because I never really seen a cheetah like up close yeah, yeah. in person. But it's so cool because like the zookeeper was doing like a little introduction or like education about the cheetah, and like they said, like if you actually pet this, it will make you really calm and like wow. smoothing. So as I was petting the cheetah, I was like, wow, like I, my nerves and everything about my fights or like the upcoming fight that I have for the next week, I'm going to fight against another South African. It all went out the doors because I didn't even feel nervous because wow. I was like ready to go and I was just ner like nerves were gone. So it was a good experience because like not only I pet a cheetah and like I get to see my spirit animal, yeah. but also that's why like. Uh, if I was gonna get a tattoo, it would be a cheetah. Because, okay. Because it because it calms you down. I'm fast, and they're furious. Okay. So those are the three things about a cheetah tattoo that I would get. Okay. Now I have to ask you: Do you have a fighter nickname? Okay. So this, this is hard because, like, okay, I'm gonna tell you a funny story about Lieutenant Dan. Okay. okay? So I was fighting in Fight Factory yeah. of Muay Thai in yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. Okay. The commentators were calling me Dan Majesty instead of Dylan Majesty. Okay. So instead of me basically getting called Dylan Majesty, they called me Dan Majesty. So when I came back, <laughs> Gorin, yeah. that I used to train yeah, here, yeah. called me Lieutenant Dan. That's and so I was like, 
yo, who's calling me Lieutenant Dan? And I'm just like, and then everyone just call, call, start calling me Lieutenant Dan and like nicknames and stuff. Um, yeah, and then there's another one. I people like I'm Jex. That's so that's why they yeah. saw on my Instagram. It's Jex yeah. yeah. because um, a lot of my buddies were like calling me like Jex because instead of Ma- Majesty, it's like it's just it's like a slang name. It's cool for okay. like Majesty. Okay. Um, but yeah, like those are the two nicknames I can think of. I forgot the other one, but the other one was from Nico. You know, Nico yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to train yeah, at the gym. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's an avid watcher of the podcast show, Nick Cambasis too. Shout out to you, Nick. I love you, man. I miss you. Um, but Nick, honestly, dude, like, I think we were like, okay, so I think we were like, this is when we were like going to the Port Perry yep. location. Yep. We we're actually like doing like training of like MMAs and like kickboxing classes, and um, we were like listening to um, Six Nine, Takashi Six okay. Nine, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like yep. um, that. So they like, so people like called me like because I was like. Lieutenant, and then like I listened to a lot of Takashi Six Nine, and I don't know why they call me Lieutenant Youngblood, but they call me that. Youngblood. I know. Okay. Okay. I was, and so I was like, because I'm young, I was like young, and I'm like, and I'm like, like listen to the music through my blood, through mm-hmm. my veins. So that's why they call me that. But like, I was just like, who's calling me Lieutenant Youngblood? I'm just mm-hmm. like, dude, that like, I, I thought it was Lieutenant Dan, because like this, the natural nickname was Lieutenant Dan, because so I have like three. But like, you never know, cause like you could go to the next fight, and then all of a sudden someone will make a new nickname yeah, for you, and yeah. you're just like, when where's this came from? Yeah, yeah. So it was good, like you know, like, like you know, it's it's just like those nicknames, like that comes along. It's just like a it's like a gift, cause it's yes. like because there's uh, there's a meaning. There's to a it. meaning behind, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. whatever, no matter what the situation is, you're always gonna get a meaning like to your gifts. And they're all different too, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite one? Favorite one, Lieutenant Dan. Because the reason why is if you watch, um, oh my God, what, what's that movie called? That uh, run, for, run, Forrest Gump. Oh, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. And Lieutenant Dan is in there, yeah. right? So not only it remind me of like you know some the, the commentary called yep. my name Dan. Yeah. She said Dylan Massey. But also remind me of the name of like you know like the character actually Lieutenant Dan. Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't. And he's like. And then Forrest had to carry him on his back because mm. like I mean not. So it was good. Like you know, and that's also like if you haven't watched the movie, like you gotta watch the movie because it's like it's a banger. Yeah, yeah. I listen. I'm not a movie guy, and even I've seen Forrest Gump. Really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah man. My man. All right. So <laughs> I have this or that. Two options. You gotta pick one or none. You can't pick both. One okay, or one. none. All right. Audiobook or podcast? Podcast. My man. All right. Hot or cold weather? Hot. Cats or dogs? Cats. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Morning person or night person? Oh, night person. Tacos or burgers? Tacos. That was a tough one. I know. You had to think about that. Tacos. All right. Pancakes or waffles? Well, they're technically the same thing. I would I would say so. Okay, waffles. Know. Waffles. I pick waffles. All right. Super salad. Salad. Okay. All right. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Okay. Apple or Android? <sighs> Apple, cause I'm an Apple person. Okay. Now this next one. This divides my podcast. We have a straight line. You're either on one side or you're on the other. Okay. So this is a make or break question for you. Okay. Pizza or pasta? Pizza, because I've been mm. in Italy, Italian. 
Do they have pasta in Italy too, though, don't they? Yeah, but they're more of their actual pizza because this is like the pizza is actually very thin crust. They actually like roll it, okay, and it's like put into an actual hot stove oven, like a wooden burn fire okay. cold oven. So it's like it's not like pizza where you just get on the store and it's just ready to go. It's like actually all authentic and actually they make it like really really good. So it was good. So okay. that's why I say choose pizza over pasta because okay. pizza is better. Okay, you have a good reason, so I'll let you slide on here, all right? <laughs> so, obviously, Dylan Majesty here. Tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do, you know, what you want to be known for. Um. So, like, what, in what way, like, you know, what I am? So, yeah, who, yeah, who you are, like what, like, what defines you? What makes you, you? I'm a funny person, and I'm very easy to socialize with people. I always like to be loyal and nice to people. That's just me. Um, I'm more of like I'm more of an active person. Like I'm an active person as well. Like I like to do the martial arts, and that's why I like I like doing martial arts because it's like um, it defines me as a person of respect and discipline. And without me pretty much really doing martial arts, I don't know what kind of person I'll be because I wouldn't be respectful. I wouldn't be disciplined. I wouldn't be focused. I wouldn't have the mentality to socialize with people. And I always really had a hard time socializing with people. But ever since I started doing martial arts, I like, I, I overcome my fears. Mm. You know, it gave me, it gave me like opportunity to conquer my fears with other people, like to get to know with other people without like, you know, feeling nervous to talk to them. Because now I'm not really nervous to talk to them because now since I've gone through the discipline and the whole process of being at Calcer Gym, you know, what defines me is being a team player. Yeah. You know, being socializing with people and stuff. Because, like, you know, like, in life in general, like, if I didn't have you talking to me yeah. or I didn't have another person talking to me, I wouldn't really get better with my conversations mm -hmm. or my introductions and stuff. So, reality is, like, dude, like, find me as a person, funny, kind, nice, social, and a teamwork person. Like, I like to be teamwork with other people. Man, I love that. So you talked about martial arts. Obviously, martial arts is a is a big part of your life. Mm. When did you first get involved? Because you were young. I remember you were young, young. Bro, you were I, your young oh, blood. Okay. All right. So I started martial arts when I was seven years old. Seven. Seven. Okay. Not six. Yeah, I was seven because six I was doing taekwondo. Okay. But so seven. you really started it here when you were seven. Seven. So before that, you did taekwondo. Taekwondo. Where did you do that? I started that one. Uh, um, where I did that? At the, did um, that? Yeah. Uh, did do you that? still do it? I don't do it yeah, anymore. Yeah. Okay. Where did you do that? Yeah. I did that at the um the Oshawa Children Complex. Okay. Where, like you know that area they have like swimming and yep. stuff and stuff. Yep. So like I did that there. I don't think they had it anymore. But I only made. It I still have my yellow white uh yellow white belt when I when I had it. But I didn't stop. I stopped doing it because it's just like it just like not. It wasn't hard, but like it was just focused on kicks. Mm -hmm. I want to do more things. I'm more of a multitask, physical outspec person. Like I wanted, I wanted to challenge myself with new things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I came, when Calcium Gym, little known, like was at Curtis, yeah, that small plaza with the pizza place beside it by Curtis North. So if you, so if you ever know, no one knows like Curtis High School and Curtis North yeah. Public School, like that's where it all started. Like it started in Curtis and then it built up. And I remember like starting there when I was seven and me and Brendan Calogenic and Clinton and, yeah. and Goran and Alex, like bro, it's like, it just seemed, it just sees like how big the gym community of Calcerate grew. Yes. So I started, so technically I started Cal, like doing actual martial arts when yeah. I was seven. Okay. 
And the reason why I'm passionate about it and like reason why I want to do it is because like I always had I always been picked on when I was a kid. Like okay. I always had people that tell me like you can't do this, you can't do that, like you would never be able to do this, you would never be over that do that. And um you know, like when I had people that pushed me down and put me into like an area where I'm not being like saying I won't be successful, it drive me to be successful. Mm. So I started realizing that, you know, like doing martial arts is the like and doing the gym is like the most hardest physical complex thing that's gonna have you in your body because when you get out and socialize with people, like that's not gonna be hard. Like I go to the gym and you know I spar with my friends or I train with them or do hard workouts that's like mentally and physically hard. But then when I start going outside of the gym, like it's easy. Life is easy. Life is easy because yeah. I'm I'm always been pressured here in a to, in a good way yeah. to overcome my fears and overcome things that I have in life. So that's the main reason why I started martial arts because I had people that told me like I had everyone from high school to public school that I used to hang out with, they told me, and then they stopped being friends with me. They stopped saying like they said like you're you're not going to be this, you're not going to be a national champion, yeah. you're not going to be able to do this, you're not going to graduate from high school. Now look at me now, like yeah. you know, like my point being said is, doesn't matter whether you do martial arts or anything. If you do a sport in general and yeah. you're dedicated in it, it's going to teach you some kind of discipline. Yes, and. What I'm trying to tell people is like, no matter what the situation is, if people are gonna put you down, don't take it as a negative thing. Mm. Take it as a goal. Take yeah. it as a drive. To prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Because now, when they look at you the next week, oh, he won a title belt. Oh, he did this. Oh, you know, he got his. You know, like he got a new job, or he got that dream job that he always wanted. You know, mm. like chase after your goals. You know what I'm saying? Like. Don't be the person that just sits there and be like, well, I'm not going to do this because, you know, I had people put me down. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, move on. Because the people that put you down, that were your friends and were the, was the the kind of people that really appreciate you and really want to be like you, they're not going to be, they're going to look back and they're like, I look like an idiot now because I could have been this guy's friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Look and looking at him now, like I wouldn't, like I wish I was his in his situation because in he could have gave me some advice to be better. Yeah, yeah. So that's where, like, you know, we have to, like, that's why I like I like going to the gym because everyone's like respectful, everyone's nice, everyone's kind. We need that in this society. We need people to be respectful and nice to each other because everyone goes through the struggles. You know, like I know a couple people that you know have a hard time in life. Yeah. But you have to understand that, like, no matter what the situation is. You have to like overcome your situations Mm -hmm. and to be better in life you gotta be uncomfortable yeah yeah like sure it doesn't matter what you do that's where growth comes from exactly man you know like me and you know because like you go to the gym you know how hard it is i see you training every single day you know and that's and that's why like it drives me to see because when i see you drive in the gym yeah it makes me good because i'm like yeah that's my teammate you know like it's like we're like a big tribe like a big family so I don't care if people outside of the gym that told me like you're not gonna win nationals. Like I had people when I went to Waco Nationals yeah. and I won my first title, but like my first yeah. belt. Like it was just so it was the most exciting thing that I ever had in my life. And I could have do- couldn't have done it with wow. all my coaches, mm. all my family, all mm. my friends, 
the people that love me, you know, like, and I started realizing that I could do more of that and win more belts and win more champions because I realized I have teammates yeah. that appreciate me and I'm going to willing to help them too because I want them to be successful with their goals too. Yeah. Like there's kids here like, man, like look at Sean yeah. McIntosh. Oh yeah. Bro, that kid. He started like this, man, and now you've seen him all the time. Man, I think he's, he's taller than me, man. Bro, he's, <laughs> dude, he's beating people in IKF. Yeah. He's an IKF champion. He is a national yeah. champion. He's a provincial champion. Yeah. That kid is a stud. Like, same with Dimitri. Same with Constantinos. Oh, yeah. You know, so, you know, like, all, and Liam, too. Yeah. Like, bro, like, little Liam and big Liam, man, yeah. you can't mess yeah. with them because, bro, they're like a double team, like, yeah. all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But, you know... And I'm also going to share a little bit about myself too. Like, yeah. when I was diagnosed with autism, yeah. right, you know, my mom did not, and I thank you to my mom because, like, honestly, like, I couldn't, I couldn't be more appreciate, you know, and I think everything in my life that how I grew up and how, like, you know, everything turned out because, you yeah. know, it's good to be different. But when I was born with autism, um and disabilities like you know i was i couldn't talk till the age of six because yeah. i really had poor communication skills i couldn't really do any math i couldn't really do any english i was really low iq but then i started realizing my once my mom put time of like speech therapy and stuff yeah i started to be able to talk and then i started able to talk at seven and eight and then you know like all around like up to the up to the age of 18 and like now i'm still getting better but there's still terminology of words that i don't know sure same thing with me man like <laughs> I, I used to go to speech therapy too right <laughs> you know certain words like especially s's and th's and stuff i still have a tough like i still have a tough time pronunciating different things like i was in speech therapy for four or five years when i was younger you see and you know but oh, and that's why like i think like that's why i'm so thankful and people should be thankful of speech therapy too it's like you know it, it gave you it gives you an extra drive and oh, yeah. cuz that just shows like when people that put time into something and never give up there's always a good outcome yeah and when my mom didn't give up to me and she, there's people that said to my mom that you know I wouldn't be able to talk and stuff like that she didn't give up she didn't give up because she knows I can talk yeah. she knows I can talk and when I start growing up like I couldn't be I wouldn't be the person till this day without my mom supporting me yeah. And, you know, and with that support, like, I had you know, a life. And I never really had a father figure in my life, too, because my dad, you know, just a little personal stuff. Sure. Um, you know, he never really talked to me. He never really socialized with me. He never really gave me the, the actual attention of, of, a, of how awesome as a son I am. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, he may have his own issues, and, you know, I, I, I respect the half of his thing, but... At the same time, you know, my dad never really was close to me. Mm. And knowing that I'm not, I'm, I respect his perspective, but I'm willing to move on. And then, but realizing that, like, when I came to the gym, like, I have awesome people that always love me and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's another thing, too, why I joined martial arts, because ever since I started, this calcer at calcer gym. Yeah, I started realizing that I have a family. Yeah, I have multiple brothers, multiple family members, sure. and like people who actually care about me. Yeah, and knowing that I didn't have that in the perspective, I don't care because you know what? If one person doesn't like me, 
whatever. Yeah. I have a bunch of people that like me. Yeah. So, so this, like, sharing about me is just, like, I, I like, for people who have disabilities, yeah. especially with autism, ADHD, Down syndrome, doesn't matter. Okay. Like, if they're able to drive to a goal they want to do, yeah. and they become successful at it, yeah. go for it. Yeah. I do not care what other people, like, I'm for people in general, like, who cares for the people that says to you that, you know, you don't, you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you, you have this, but you wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. Like, or people without disabilities, people that also got put down too, you know, but in general, don't let that happen. Move on from it. Because now, once you realize that you being able to do it, now they're going to be like, wow, that like, how... He was like from here, but now look how awesome he became as yeah. a person. Yeah. Now I want I want to take a step back here. So describe because I think there's different. I could be wrong, but I think there's different forms and levels of like autism. Yeah. Right. What's the one that you have? Is it social? What is it? More of social. Okay. More of social. Um, I really don't know what specific. Sure. Because like honestly, like I didn't really, I don't, I don't really like pay attention to that. Because, yeah. Because like for one. Because like I'm, like I know I have autism, but like I didn't really, really reality just like pay attention to it because I didn't let that affect me as a person. Yeah. And I really, I don't really talk it too about no, it too much. No, no. Because you know, I didn't even, I didn't even really know to be honest until <laughs> later on when I, when you told me about it. I was like, oh, I didn't even know, man. Like. And now you know, you yeah. know. But like, I didn't don't really talk about it because like I always had. I always had people that, like, again, that will look at me differently. Yeah. You know, like, this kid had autism? Like, what? Like, yeah. He's so good at socializing and stuff. And yeah. Like, but to begin, to be honest, I wasn't always a good socializer. Yeah. Until, like... You spent time on it. You worked, worked on, it, on right? it. Yeah. So, you know, and then also it's like, it also this... Like I also have like not only I have like autism, but I also have learning delays. Like okay. learning like disabilities and for me and it's and this is what's different between me and like other people is yeah. like for me to learn something i have to be constantly reviewed mm. right for other people they can just be shown like once or twice or do something and they can do it right away they pick it up. but at the same time there's some things like for example martial arts or kickboxing or jiu-jitsu or the classes I do at Calcera Gym, like I know right away because I'm so good at it because like I can visualize it in my head. Mm. But if it's something that like I'm not too familiar at, uh, uh, familiar with yeah, that, yeah. because that's a tongue closure, um, I tend to like be slow at it. And that's where like, you know, I started really having this issue throughout grade nine. Okay, hang on a second. I'm gonna pause you for a sec. So you talked about your accomplishments. I want to run through, oh, and you can add on yeah. to to some of the accomplishments that I just have written down here. So, you're uh, how many times national champion? One or two? Uh, one. Okay, two time provincial champion. So no, not provincial yet. I came second, but I never okay. became a two time provincial. Okay. No. So one time national champion, right? For for Waco, for Waco, Waco yep. right? You were a Canadian team kickboxing, Boxer, yeah. right? And you've traveled around the world kickboxing. You're a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt. You're an MMA fighter. What's your record? My record. Two and zero. I want to say for kickboxing, I am 
three or four and oh. Okay. And for jiu-jitsu, well, jiu-jitsu was, there's really no record. Yeah, yeah. What about for MMA? Because you had how many, three MMA M- fights? MMA, many? I had, I had, one was a, like a... That was an job. MFL, right? That was a Okay, so, um... So you, you, you won, then you lost, then you won, and then they called it a draw. A draw. So, okay, so like, so that, so that fight, I was really, 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 really confused. So let me, let me explain about that fight. Yeah. Okay, so, um, that fight specifically, so he got me on the ground, I yeah. got him on the ground, we're going the back and forth, but then yeah. there was a third round that really, t- like, really, t- like, really, like, became a confusing. Yes. I threw a right cross, head kick, hook cross, yeah. head kick. The ref comes in, he does this, yeah. he called the fight, then the commentators were like, video replay, video replay. So they were like trying to get like a video replay. And then I'm like confused, I'm like, video replay, where did the video replay yeah, came yeah, in? Yeah. And then they just, then they were gonna make us do a fight again, but then I like, but at the age we were in, I was immature yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So, but now I'm mature enough because now I'm like, I learned from my mistake and I have like, I will say like, I, I may have, I said some stuff, but then I realized that, you know, that wasn't me, you yeah. know? Yeah. But after they were gonna make us do a fourth one, the ref just like, no, we're, like, we're not doing this again. Cause he came in and he's like, no, we're not yeah. doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah. So they just, Raised both her hands, hands, and it was a draw, and that's it. And my goal is to be honest, do MMA. Yes. Like that's that's that is my goal. And my goal is to become like a UFC fighter. One yes. Day. We're gonna get to that. We're, yeah, gonna, okay. we're gonna get to that. Sure, slow down. Slow okay, down. So back to the accomplishments. You're a jiu-jitsu blue belt, right? For right now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, grading is tomorrow, so that might change. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Um, and what other accomplishments would you say that you have? I'm sure I missed a bunch. What other accomplishments I have? In terms of martial arts here. Oh, okay. Well, can it be like, like social life Let's, or we'll, we'll jump to that in a minute. Let's okay. just stay on martial arts. We'll jump to social life after that. Mm-hmm. Um, accomplishments I've done. Um, for example, school. I'll say okay. school because obviously that's accomplishment. Yeah. Um, they told me that I wouldn't be able to be able to graduate. Yeah. I'm going to graduate this year. Yeah. So I'm going to have all my credits and I'm yeah. going to be able to go to college. Yeah. They thought that I wouldn't be at the level of academics than most kids. Yeah. Because I have meant I have like educate like I have an education delay disability. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with all the time I stay after school at like nine o'clock and then like I stay extra, I work on my schoolwork after school. I got extra help from, you know, from one of my favorite, um, ASP helpers or like, I think, is it like, well, I forgot what they're called. They're like, they're like helpers, like students helpers. Yeah. 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 And like they help the kids. Um, I forgot her name. Well, anyways, this person was awesome okay. awesome like the mate she's like the amazing person out of ccss um she absolutely changed my life as a person because not only i basically like prove everyone and like i can do schoolwork but she took the time to sit beside me and like tell me about like you know certain things like you know this is what this means. This is what this means. Um, if you were gonna do this, you have to do this. Mm, like mm. she was very, very 
like 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 on point yep. with tasks yep. and you know i find it really like and i know i like i never really find high school very interesting because like i had teachers that just said stuff and they're just like oh here you go yeah they just like they just write on the chalkboard and they're like well here you go this is the answers there you yeah. go and i'm gonna ask them like how did you got the answers yeah yeah and then like and i didn't really had time to study because it's like we all know what high school felt like yeah you know, always peer pressure to do something yeah and then it's just like shove knowledge into your brain and then you're just like and you're trying to spit it out yeah but it's like but when i got this extra time with um this person um she just changed my life in general because now like I got almost all my credits. I'm gonna graduate in the, of just the end of the yep. January 25th of 2024. Yep. So I'm gonna have all my 30 credits yep. and then I'm gonna be able to go to college. What's next? What, what are you going to college for? Um, I know you're big into cars. Is it something to do with cars? <laughs> Oh, you saw my story, don't you? Um, I, told, I was talking to you at a few events, man, and like you, you know cars so well. Like I don't, I'm not a car guy, but you were telling me Mitsubi, about it. it was like a Mustang, Mitsubi, Mitsubi Eclipse, 2016 Mustang, right. um, M, uh, oh my gosh, um, MK Supra, well, MK4 Supra. Um, so what are you going to college for? I'm going to college for um, pretty much for trades, okay. fundamental trades, because yep. the reason why is like I know I'm hands on, yep. and I know I want to like you know. Because the reason why I want to do trades is because I want to benefit the community. Beautiful. I want to I want to help the community by yeah. building homes or like or doing something or actually fixing things. Because I want to help the community. Because that's why I am. I'm a team player. Yeah. So trades is the number one thing because like I feel like I'll be really good at it because I'm hands on. I'm yeah. a hard worker. I don't slack. Yeah. Um. You know, I take my time very well with things. So mm. like if I need to take my time with certain things, I need to be. Built or tasks need to be detail done. oriented or yeah. detour, yeah. Yep. yeah, then I will be good at. It. So that's why I'm taking fundamental traits at Durham College in Whitby. Beautiful, because I want to be able to figure out what kind of trade route I want to do. Yes, and you know, and if I find one or two things I like, then I'll apply to a job. Yeah, or apply apprenticeship to, or apprenticeship or yeah. a diploma. Yeah, into something that I like out nice. of it. Nice. So. Yeah, so do that, see how it goes, and then figure out what I want to do, and then still on the side, I'll still come to the gym because that's still what I'll do. But yeah. you know, like even though I my goal is to become a fighter, yeah, I need to have a backup. Yes, because yeah. it's always good to have a backup because you can still do what you want to do, but it's always good to have a backup because then you have you have a, your life plan ahead. Yeah. Now. I didn't mention something, and I was wondering if you're gonna mention it. I gotta mention it now. You just got sponsored, right? Is that that was Submission Syndicate? Is that right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. How did that come about? What's the sponsorship mean for you? What are you going to do with it? You know, how how does this benefit you and other members of the community? Um, honestly, the reason why I just want to sponsor the Submission um, Clothing is because the reason why is I don't want to benefit because I I like I want to benefit myself. I want to sponsor it because I want to help someone reach their goals. Nice. Because you know these days it's really hard to get sponsorships. So from so for me to take along and help their brand or clothing, you know I like it because obviously I got the smash and pass. Yeah. Because MMA, you know, one on one deal. Yeah. Yeah. Action right there. But also it's just like it just makes me feel good because I'm helping someone. To okay. reach their goals. Okay. So, doesn't really matter the fact that it benefits me. Yes. But at the same time, 
it really makes me help them. It puts eyes on their clothing, their clothing right? You know? I mean, you go everywhere, which that's the next thing I want to talk about, right? You mentioned national team member. You've been all over the world, man. You've been to Italy. You've been to South, South Africa. Africa. <laughs> Tell me about where everywhere that you've been. Okay, I love to talk about that. Um, which one should I start? Okay, South Africa, because that. How, how, let's go with naming all the countries, then we'll dive into the the specifics. Okay, so South Africa, Italy, um, U.S. I've been, I've been to the couple of U.S. I've been yeah. to um, Chicago for Naga Championship. Yeah. That's the belt that I won down there. Yeah. Um, I did the Pan Ams at Long Beach. Um. What else I did? I went a couple places in like Ontario, like Niagara, Niagara and like stuff. But like those, the two major places I've been were like actual like South Africa and Italy. And okay. those were a game changer. And if I have to do like be on Team Canada again, like I will do that again. Okay. I, I like I like it. Now let's dive into the specific countries now. Let's, let's start with South Africa because you talked about petting the cheetahs here, right? So what was South Africa like for you? Who did you go with, right? And I imagine you went with Team Canada. Was there anybody from this gym with you? So Justin Bruckman, JB, yeah. you know JB, yeah, yeah. Uncle Justin. He um, was on the podcast, former podcast <laughs> guest. Um, he's basically, um, he, went, he went with us and saved my mom from yeah. April Majesty that she uh, went with me as well. Yeah. Um, but those are the only two people like from my team that went with me. Mm. Um, but like, it was a good experience. Is like not only like I went with my teammates, yes. but I also went from other people from the other gyms. Yes, making new friends and making new team. And you know what? It's like, and then that that state like just seem you know JB like helping up with the, uh, the other teams yes. from Team Canada yes. like that. That like that shows like teamwork and like you know and like everyone loved everyone loved JB like in, on Team Canada like man like have you watched Pinky Blinders? No. Okay, so Pinky Blinders is um. I know what it's about, it's, but like I haven't seen yeah, it. Yet. Well, you should see it. Um, there's one time in South Africa yeah. where like all the King Canas got those Pinky Blinder hats. Okay. We all put them on. Yeah. And then and like and. Uh, Uncle uh, Justin Bruckman looked yeah. at us and he's like, "Shit, what's going on?" And he's like, "He's like, I forgot what he said, but it was so funny." Um, and then we got like a big group pictures with all the team Canada's with like those pe like those yeah, hats, yeah, yeah. British those hats. Are, That's the Justin. I know that yeah, yeah. it's Justin cat. Those were good. Um, and uh, yeah, but like, how was, was the food there? Oh man. Food. What did you eat that? What okay. did you eat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell me about it. So, the food that I ate, like, ate. So, when I went to, went to Oatsland or Oatsfern, I forgot. How it was, it's, a du it's a Dutch South African, like, part of South okay. Africa. Okay. It's, a, it's like a town or like yep. a, or sh a ship. Yeah. So, they're the number one capital of, like, ostriches. Okay. And, like. Are those the huge ostriches? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, while I was there, um, they're they known they're known to eat a lot of ostrich. Yes. And you know, like how we eat chicken here. Yes. Like, they're like, like they have ostrich farms. Okay. So it's like it's like that's their that's their chicken. That's, their chicken. that's okay. their chicken. Okay. So basically, when I was served, when we went to this hotel in in Oatsland uh, Oats or Oatsland, I forgot how it. It's a, it's a, it's a weird name. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. A role, hey, it's I don't a, know how to pronounce it either. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's what it is. But um. But then I started realizing, like, they were start, start serving this meat. And I was yeah. like, oh, what is this? And yeah. I was like, it's ostrich. I'm like, 
shit really yeah i'm like i don't i was i was really nervous because yeah. it's like i never eat any exotic food mm. like any exotic food and this the one of the south africans that were like hosting us and cooked it for us he's like come on eat it and i'm like were you nervous i was nervous because i'm bro i was like i was like is it am i gonna feel sick yeah. <laughs> am i am i yeah. am i gonna and actually it's it's weird it's, it's like it tastes really good it's just like it's like steak okay but it's um fudge how you pronounce it it's gamey it ga- it's like ga- yeah. like that exotic uh, gamey yeah, yeah, yeah. taste you know you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. like it's, it's like is it spicy or how like how did they season it how they season it's like it's like a normal it's just how they cook a steak like okay it, like they cook okay. their, salt um, pepper salt pepper butter and butter and stuff you know, and like made it like medium rare cooked beautiful bro it was it, it looked like a steak okay like, and legitimately like if you were mm. looking at it directly on a dinner plate it was a steak what did they serve it with they served it with like mashed potatoes um, they serve it with like this ostrich eggs, like like the, the, the yolk, like the okay. actual ostrich okay. egg crack. Okay. And it's just like it was mashed up and mixed up with like different spices of like rice and stuff. Beautiful. So it was really good. Like, and then I also I had like these um massive um when I was in Cape Town I had uh, those shrimps, those big shrimps. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. dude, that was so good. Mm. Um. And they were, and, and then like they're big, like yeah, they're yeah. like this big, yeah. like compared to like they're not your normal like. No, they're the, they're, they're the huge prawns. Prawns, yeah, you know, yeah. the prawns mm. were so good, fresh, fresh from out of the water, bro. It was like it's crazy. And then then like, I also uh, had a bit of um, um, Justin Bruckman's uh, food a little bit because it was so good. It was like spring box. And What's, what is that? So spring box is uh, basically you know we have deers in Canada. Yes. Canada. Springboks is a deer. Okay. And it's it's their national am, animal in South Africa. And they and it's just like deer. But it's it's um how to explain it? You you I think you I think you know because you would see them on like those animal commercials. Okay. okay. It's those animals that um that jump high yes. and they have their ear pointed okay. and they have like horns going out. Okay. Like if you know the rest spring market is go search it up yeah, yeah it's yeah. basically like a deer yeah and um and it was good and it was good man like it, it like i don't know how to explain that too because it's like it, it's weird it's exactly exotic taste yeah so i had that i had ostrich but like but besides that like we mostly had like those there's like this bread that was stuffed with meat and stuff in okay. it um I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Cause like there's a we ate a lot and they feed us good. Nice. Like it was it was it's not like I'm not talking about like you go to the hotel and you just get some food and you just eat it. No, yeah, I mean yeah. this is like a three course meal. Woo! Like I'm, I'm broke. I mean you have your breakfast, you have your lunch, you have your dinner, but it's like on the actual like you know roll like yeah. the actual like like tables like you know, there's like there's like. Food slapped over yes. here. Food slapped over here. Like, like we like they they feed us like we're like their family, you know. Okay. So it's like it was good, man. It was a good time. So those food, the, the food there. Like I'm telling you, like if I have to go back to South Africa, I have to go eat like like the exotic food. Like they had other stuff, but like I didn't really try it. Other stuff because I'm like, because yep. this is like I don't think I want to try. Okay. That. Okay. Now. Was that was South Africa the one that you had the the weird competition? You won, you lost, or is that Italy? That was that was that was um 
um, MFL, that, that MMA No, fight. no, no, the one where they said they disqualified you, but then they brought it back. No, that was MFL. That was MMA. That was that. The, no, the no, what? it happened in kickboxing too. Didn't you win and then they turned it to a no contest or you lost? And, like, you need- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, my... My bad. Man, I'm going through your, I'm trying to run through your fights in my mind. So, I'm like, man, so I, basically I, what happened for my first Was that South Africa? Was so that that's South, okay. South Africa. Okay. So that was my first fight. Okay. okay? And my, um, my first fight was basically like, it was kind of, it was really weird because it's like my first fight was, I, they, I was told yeah. it was K1. Yes. Which K1. Is, which is no knees to the head. No, no, like K1 was no knees, like, they're, they they do do knee they like they do knee to the face but like the rules in in South Africa like they like I wasn't told and nobody like it was it was like it was off okay it was off but at the end of the day whatever a fight is a fight yeah so so what happened you need the guy in the face no I need the guy rain that stirred him of the stomach okay right and what happened is so first round so I I walk on the stage yeah. on the ring. He called my opponent out. We were going. I double jabbed him. I crossed him to the corner. Yeah. I head kicked him. I teeped him. Yeah. He started running this way. I cut the corner. I jumped knee him right to the uh, the chest. Yeah. He started talking to the ref. Um, Your opponent started talking. Started talking to the ref, like saying, "Yo, like what's going on?" Yeah. And then I'm like, I, "I'm frozen." And then JB was like, "Just hit him." Yeah. And then so I'm like, "I am hitting him." And then he started going back to this corner, and then he tried to throw a a kick, but then I stepped cross into my so I went to my like my jab, yeah, like my yeah, yeah. to my southpaw stance. I hit him. He backed out to the corner. Then I threw a cross hook and I threw a knee. Yeah. Then he dropped on the ground. Then what happened is he was knocked out. So like so like he was like he wouldn't get out. Yes. And so they so did they give him the count? So they gave him, they gave him a count. Okay. But then it's like then it's like it was weird because now you got. Ring, judge ring size because you know in Wacko they have like yep. ring size. Yep, yep. They're judges and they have clickers and stuff. Yes. And they tell the, the ref and they have the higher table of power of, of the ref. So yes. the ref has to do what they say. Yeah, I get you. you yep. So one was saying, oh, give him the count. The other one was saying, no, that disqualify. So they disqualify me because they told the other guy that it was low kick. And low, low is in like and low low kick is not is not K one low kick is there's no knees you can punch you can kick to the body you can teep to the body you can kick to the face you can teep to the face but there's no knee and clinch they, no knees whatsoever so whatever got it but they told us at the same time we're doing K one you and your opponent you, no like no you my, and JB you and JB got and it. the rest of the team yes can. yes so so as um, as it was swap, like they just say I was disqualified. So anyway, so I so I walked back, and then they pulled me back from the the warm up room to put me back in the ring, and then they said, and then I I technically won it because I knocked him out, but at the same time, it was low kick, so apparently they couldn't give it to me. But they gave it to me anyways because I won. So it was weird. That was a yeah. It was weird because it's like I understand it was it was low kick. Mm. But my coach from Team Canada because we have Maz yep, and yep. Maz was the head yep, coach. He yep. ran. He ran uh, towards. He ran towards him to talk about to talk to him like no like 
you know so it was it was it was just even it was just like me and him we just we got our raise and it was a it was considered a draw but like even though technically I won like I won that yes. fight and I and I got the, the W because of the knee yep. and the stomach they couldn't they couldn't really give it to me because they, they already disqualified because, because they all, they could not only disqualify me but they also they already told this guy is low kick Mm. And they already told me that it was K1. Oh, so they messed. They made that mistake. Wow. So what happened the rest of the tournament? Were so, you done? So the rest of the tournament, I was just done. And then basically, okay. that's my opponent, and we're done. And then my second opponent is, um, I fought this 14-year-old. Still in South Africa? Still in South okay. Africa. And he <clears throat> was so hard to beat. Like, like, he had kicks. He has punches. He has teeps. Like, Man, like this guy, like was really, really good, and his name is Dylan as well. No way. I know, but D dear Dylan Pe Pedersen, I I can't pronounce his last okay. name. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. It's like it's a South African Dutch name, and I believe so. And so, anyways, I came out, and that's the one that I came with hooks. Yeah. Boom, boom, and what happened is he and K and their and their K one is you're allowed to knee to the face, right? And our K one. In, in nationals, if you're not un, if you're under eighteen, you can't. Yeah. Or like certain bracket, you can't yeah. hit in the knee. Yeah. I didn't know I could knee the face, sure. so like I wasn't told. So anyway, so he knee me in the face in the in the second round. Oh, no, 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 it was the first round. I got backed up. I was ready. I was fine. I was ready to go. But then the ref called it, and then you know, even though it wasn't a fair call, like you know what? That that's just it, a learning it, it, experience, experience, right? You know, so, so it is what it is. So okay. I didn't. So I didn't. So I didn't care. So then I just said to JB, and I just said to everyone, whatever. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah. Just move on. You're here. You're here in a new country, in fighting country for Team Canada. Canada. So, but all that matters is like you know, you hey, you're gonna win some, yeah, and you're gonna lose some, yeah. And you know, even though that fight, the first one I did, like you know, even though yeah. I didn't get the, I, it was technically they could give it to me. I yeah. technically you I, won I, I won it. I won it because I because yeah. I said I said myself, you know, I still got that knee. I still got that drop. Yeah. So that's it. And he won that, so it's all good, you know. Yep. I'll, I'll take that, you know. Now I gotta ask you, okay? What country has better food, Italy or South Africa? Okay, so um, yeah, that's hard, bro. Like that is so hard because it's like I love my grains. Yeah. Because you know, Joshino, he says, yeah, yeah, I get the cannolis yeah. and, yeah. and the gelato." You know what I'm saying? Um, but also it's like at the same time like south africa was amazing because it's like there's a lot of like like you know exotic food that yeah. i like yeah. so it's like if i have to choose man that's gonna be hard i'm sorry south african friends oh you're going to Italy. Italy. because because the reason why is because they have a lot of grain food and okay. they and they feed you so much that mm. your stomach was like you know when you ever like have a, a like you you're know, moving up a weight class, class is what you're telling me yeah right? you know, you know yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah. you know like when you like you or like or you guys have like a friend that's Italian and they have a mom or yeah. they have a like or they have a grandma and they're like eat eat and then they want to yeah. make you feel up like yeah. that's the moment man like yeah. that was the moment when I mm -hmm. walked in there mm -hmm. I knew I was in for a treat and I'm ready my stomach is ready to like get all big you know beautiful beautiful okay so I'm jumping around here. Let's talk about role models a little bit, right? So, obviously, you mentioned a little bit about your dad. We're going to move on from that. So, I, I always ask this question because I feel like, for me anyways, I kind of grew up in the gym. So, I have a lot of role models 
you know, especially male role models that kind of come from the gym scene, right? Like I would say Kubi, you know, JB, all these people. Who are some role models in your life? Doesn't have to be male, but just in general. Who are some role models for you? Role models in my life in general. Um, could even be a best friend, you know. It could even be, you know, um, Josh or whoever, you know. Well, I have a lot. Like, just in general, like, you know, Brett, like, Kruby, yeah, Bubba, um, definitely uh, Bob. Because Bob. Big Bob McQueen. Right. I have to shout out to him, man, because, like, you know, um, you know, like, he made, he made me, not only he made me be more aware of, like, you know, being respectful and, like, you know, like, how to be respectful to people and, like, also, like, you know, make sure I put myself away. Because <laughs> you know the issue. Okay, so I didn't I didn't put the weights away and then he, and I made me do 50 burpees. So I was like, you know what? I learned my lesson. Yeah. I'm not doing that again. And that's why he's a role model to me because he made me be more wise of how I use the equipment around yes. the gym. Yeah. Um, Role model outside of the gym, um, my cousin Hannah, um, and the reason why is because she was always there for me throughout my fights, for my MMA fights. She cheered me on. She shouts me out. She congratulates me. Like she was there when I was there, like there for for tough times. Like yeah. when I'm like you know like I, you know. How to like like when my friends are just leaving me and stuff, and then she tells me like like don't do that. So my cousin Hannah, like you know, even though like she's been busy with college and stuff, she's still my role model because it's like even though I'm older than her, like doesn't matter. Like no. she's a role model to me because she always like she made me like see the potential that she has, yeah. like what she's doing in her education purposes. So it makes me want to be a role model just That's like beautiful. her. So. And same with like people at the gym, like you, man, like you're my role model. Like seeing you doing your podcasts and stuff, like bro, like I'm like a second you pulled me into stuff, I'm like, dude, I gotta do it with you because this is like seeing your videos with those with ninety people and stuff, ah. and seeing the the conversation, the pep talk you guys have, and it's just like it's good to have these because it's like not only you're just learning from like you know um, different people perspective, but like different types of role models, different For types sure. of people, like how to educate you, how to yeah. promote you, how to like help you for life yeah so these podcasts are good because it makes me like share my knowledge to people and you know and like you know and help them if they have struggles for life yeah. too. so you're my role model uh-huh. thanks buddy always you're a role model to me too <laughs> now you talked about sharing your knowledge with people i've seen this a lot you know kind of from the sidelines sometimes i'm a little quieter than maybe i should be but some of the you know some of the coaching that you t- talk a little bit about that because you're a phenomenal coach right the way that you are um you're assertive but you're not mean you're stern but you're nice and friendly right talk a little about how you coach and who you coach and everything with that inside the gym community so how i coach is basically like is just by seeing the mistakes that i've done yes right like and the main thing too is like i couldn't i couldn't say i can't say to people that oh like do this or do that because like I know how it is because I made the mistakes that I done in my fights yeah. or like or in just in general. So yeah. when I'm teaching the kids MMA classes, like you know, for example, like you were there, like yeah. the kids were doing double legs, but they were trying to like blast through. Mm. Like 
like, yeah, blast fruit. But, like, if you're going to, like, you don't always have to pick them up because some kids will try to pick them up and try to dunk them. Yeah. Sometimes you can pick up the guy, but, like, if the guy is heavy, like, you yeah, can't yeah. pick him. You can't pick up. It's like me picking up Josh. It's like me and you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I'm not picking up Josh because yeah. he's going to squish me. Yeah. So how I coach is basically the mistakes I've done yeah. and sharing it back. Um, and how I coach is, like, not be, like, like you said, not too stern, like not mm. too rough about it. Like, you know, like just like, like acknowledge the mistake yeah. they've done. Yeah. But show them the reason why it's wrong. Yeah. You know, and then that's how they learn. Because I find like how people will learn is a, if they, if I show them yes. like how it is yeah. and how it is done. And if I did and I did and I show them on a person like how I, what they did it, yeah. they're going to, they could see a better view yeah of how it really is mm. or what the reality is yeah so like coaching isn't like coaching isn't easy because like like everyone's different in coaching everyone's different people like to use like use like objects just like to show them like how yeah. to coach some people like to be verbal to speak yeah. about it some people like to get it get it get a group of people and like just drill it through like just yeah. let them do the drill yeah. and figure it for themselves yeah you know, so there's multiple ways of coaching and, you know, and that's why, like, it's very important f for me to, like, realize, you know, I'm more of a, like, a hands-on coaching person. Yeah. Because the reason why is, like, if I don't become hands-on and show it to them and I try to explain it to a new person, yeah. they're not going to have a better idea of what it really is. Because, like, you're, you're, tell you're telling them, like, mount, for example. If you're talking about mount to them, and you never really show it to them. Yeah. How they're gonna do mount. Yeah. You know. So for me personally, I have to get another coach to show them how yeah. to do mount. Yeah. And the way I do it for mount, because everyone do mounts differently. Yeah. Like for example, yeah. people do it like sitting on top of them and have their hands on the ground. For sure. Some people like to have their legs behind their leg and really be out. You know. Yes. There's different ways of teaching. Yeah. You know. So. Well, man, you're doing a fab. Sorry to cut you off. You're doing a fabulous job. You know, I know a lot of the kids and e even other adults, man. They love like for me. I love the way you you teach because mm -hmm. exactly what you said. You you go through all the ways. You know, you verbalize it, you show it, and then you demonstrate it. Right. So you get the feeling, you get the sight, you get the the the, the verbal. <laughs> right. So like so many people, including myself, man, like they're really appreciative of you and and all the skills that you share and the way that you're able to share it. I'm kind of curious uh, on, and we touched a little bit about this before, on your goals. So talk to me not only about your martial arts goals, but your life goals in general. My life goals in general. So one of my life goals in general is like graduating from high school. Yeah. Because the reason why is because I need that diploma. Yes. And, you know, even though like, okay, cool, like I don't have certain things or certain credits to graduate from it because like I need certain things. Yeah. I'm going to graduate and then what I'm going to do is after high school is I'm going to get my fundamentals or like go to, or well not, well to get into the fundamental traits, I need to have my grade 11 English and my grade 12 math. But I think the fundamental course already touched on that, so okay. I need the grade 11 English. So I'm going to be doing this upgrade course two blocks away from my house. Beautiful. And Basically, it's just only four hours of school, so it's gonna be good because then I can come back to here, train, and do my yeah, own thing, yeah. and go to there. So yeah. I have all the time for myself. And once I'm done that, then I go to college, find what I want to do, 
and then do a trade. And I obviously already touched base based on what I'm going to be doing for the like why, why I wanted the trades and stuff like yep. that. Yep. Um, the second goal I want to do is not like being able to you know not only just like become a, like a pro fighter, but also be like more of a role model. Mm. Like even though like I'm a little bit like a role model right now, I want to I want my goal, one of my goals, second goals is like, how can I be more of a role model? Yes. And, you know, that's kind of hard because it's like, everyone knows how to be a role model, but like, the, but the reality is like, how more you can do it, mm. you know? So, like, even if I'm not like, like don't make it to the UFC and I go to pro MMA fights, you know, I want, I want, I want like all the kids to know that like, if they have something they want to do in life or in, in general, like if they want to become a pro fighter, like man, it can happen. Yeah, like, you know. So goals is like being able to be graduating from high school and like into the trades, become a pro fighter and be a more role model. Um, third one, like it's hard to talk about goals too because it's like it's just like it's like personally it's a personal thing for sure. Um, but um, if I was gonna talk about like you know my my third goal is um. Being able to save up, you know, like being able to get my house, get, be able to have, you know, all the all the essentials I needed, and um, you know, be also financially be ready, and you know, just like being smart, you know, like just being, you know, and just also like, you know, being also goals is too is also being able to be smart, but also be able to do the things I love to do on the side. Yes. Yeah. So. As long as it's like you know I'm alive and I'm feel good and I'm breathing and I'm drinking my water and I'm exercising yeah. and I'm getting my routines and hanging with my friends, the three friends groups that I hang. Well, mostly it's one of them. Yeah. But it's always Xavier King, because um, you know, because as long as I'm hanging with my friends or hanging out people from the gym or yeah. have a family, that's all that matters, man. Yeah. Like, I'm and do my and travel the world and become a fighter yeah. and follow my martial arts journey. That's yeah. all that matters, man. Cause like, I just, cause there's more to come. I just gotta keep going. Now we are slowly wrapping up. I have to ask you about this because you are a huge car guy. I want you, even though I may not understand it all, I want you to describe your dream car in specifics to me. Okay. <laughs> I bro, like you follow my stories, you know how it goes, you know, um, damn. Dude, I, I really like I really like cars in general, but if I have to choose unlimited money, what's your dream car? MK Supra, man. MK um, MK4 Supra. Any modifications? What's the color? Honestly, not really. Like just just the way it is, because like guys who try like like put a bunch of stuff on it, like yeah. you know, like obviously I'll put like a turbocharger on it and stuff, and you know, like you know, and like put on, like other attachments on it but you know i just like the way it is because it's just in general um you know there's a mitsubishi eclipse okay that's another car i want but if i was just just a standard 2016 gt mustang okay just standard like just okay. just, just, the, just if that was going to be my dream car car gt mustang because it's a muscle car. You can't go any mm. wrong with a muscle car. What about in the winter time? You can't drive that in the winter, man. Can't drive in the winter, so truck. I don't know what kind of truck. Still thinking about it because it's like okay. there's, still, there's still other trucks. Okay. But um, 
But if I have to do choose a dream car, it'll be a GT Mustang. Okay. 2016 Mustang. And I know you touched a little bit on this at the very, very beginning when we kind of jumped into it um, on your brother Marco and your family here. Touch a little bit about on the influence that you know they kind of have and the influence that you have on them. My brother, the reason why he has an influence on me is because seeing him like still doing wrestling and seeing me corner him like being a, being a, a big brother you know what i'm saying being yeah. a big brother in his life and like giving that supportive like su that that kind of treatment that he has yeah to him yeah it makes it makes me feel good because like not only like he like become a role model but seeing him trying his hardest he's doing his wrestling tournaments he's doing his nogi tournaments he's doing his jiu-jitsu he always asks me asks me feedback like mm. that's 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 what i want my brother to be yeah because like seeing him always want to learn from me and always asking for help yeah he helps me and to be honest <laughs> i'm maybe 18 years old but this kid is smart man mm. like i am telling you right now this guy will like this kid if he has an opportunity to go to become a, a go to university or college, he can apply a both because this guy is so smart. And he helped he helped me with my schoolwork. Like it seems embarrassing that eighteen year old <laughs> getting a thirteen year old to help, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. Like yeah, he is. Yeah. Like dude. Like I'm telling you right now. You talk to this guy. Like this guy is like seriously the most smartest person. He's like he's he's at a university. He has to be at a university. Like, like university level and in a college level because yeah. like he helped me with my english he helped me with my math but yeah. he explained to me and i'm just yeah. like dude like how like how you are able to do this but you don't know my work yeah yeah and then he's like because it's not that hard i'm like shit man like you, you know, know you know what's saying my dad used to always say it's not hard if you know how to do it exactly it's not right. hard when you know how right. to do it and you know like some people are just gifted that way you yeah. know so yeah. he's given it so the reason why he's a role model to me because not only like we help each other out yeah. for our goals. Yeah. But like, dude, like I just basically just like feel so fulfilled because like he's my only brother that I have and like I'm happy the way he is and like how he progress, how he came so far in life. Mm. And that's why I'm also becoming a role model to him like when he, like, cause he's going to college. I mean, uh, high school yeah. when I'm done. Cause after yeah. this, I'm 2024, he's going. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to educate him that make sure you know what you want to do because I'm because I made the mistakes that I, I rely on the guidance to help me, yeah. like to guide yeah. people to help me with my with my yeah, with your stuff. choices and yeah. And they just they they they, screw, they mess me over. Mm. And now I basically have to do all these extra things yep. when I could have just went through. But you're still getting there, though. I'm still right? getting there, yeah. right? But that's why, like, I'm yeah. also becoming a role model for him too. Is because now I'm telling him that. These are the mistakes that I have done. Yeah. So make sure you do this, and I'm making sure that he's accomplishing yeah. his goal, so he doesn't have to go for that. Man, that's wonderful. I have a question here from Josh. Okay. Oh jeez. It's uh, I went around. I had to ask him. You know, like uh, I don't know if you consider him this. I know he kind of does to you, anyways. Uh, you know, at least best friends, right? Oh, I understand. So. Josh kind of wants to know when you were kind of growing up a few years ago, you made the transition from more grappling based to more striking based. He wants to know why you went that route. Why did you kind of choose more striking versus grappling? 
I still like grappling because I still like the aspects of it. But the reason why I I went for more striking is because the reason why is I want to be more violent. Mm. I want to be more violent because like I had kids at my school that says like, yeah, you're a grappler and like you strike, but like and you you take you do good slams and stuff, but like do you know how to punch them like? So then I just like whatever, and then like I said to be like I want to fight, I want to fight, yeah. like, I want I want to be a gladiator in that ring. Beautiful. I want to like smash. There you go. So I transitioned to striking because the reason why is because it's just more violent and more physical out of it, and I and I want to become more tougher because it just teaches me how to become more a aggressive person than a non-aggressive person. But I'm still doing my grappling because even though I'm doing my striking, I'm still doing my grappling because I still love shooting takedowns and I still do that. So wherever there's a tournament, I'm doing that drum classic. Yep. And I'm gonna do absolute, and you see, I'll do absolute, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna get that W. So it's not the fact that I want to leave grappling because I I, I don't like it. Yeah. It's it's did because I want to try something new and I want to go to a new route. But I'm still coming back to the grappling because I'm still physical children and it's no, yeah. I like choking guys okay. and strangling them. Yeah. Now I'm moving on to the last questions here. Before I jump into the last questions, do you have any questions for me? When did you start this podcast? Podcast, I started that, it would have been, uh, turned out to be the last uh, year of the pandemic. It would have been 2022, December. It was right before the new year. So I actually had a couple podcasts lined up in the new year, but... I was very strategic. So when I went around and I started researching podcasts, something I noticed was after the one year mark, it says the first date that the podcast was released. And it would say the year, 2023. Shit, so crazy. I thought I want to do 2022 to make it seem like it's been around longer. So I, I scrambled around and I, I actually grabbed a, a good friend of mine who, who just sold his uh, card company. It was 289 Card Sports. And I said, hey, any chance you can get this in before the new year? Because so that way, when you go and look up my podcast, it says 2022 versus 2023. Yeah. Right? So I, I started that. It would have been December of 2022. Shoot, man. Yeah. And I feel like I said, I have 90. I think you're, I can't remember if you're 90 or 89 or 91. <laughs> I don't know what episode we're on. You lost track because there's so many I don't people, know, you know? But, yeah. Um, what is the main reason you joined Cal Samarit? Whew. So I was at Brooklyn Martial Arts for, I think it would have been three or four years prior. And I, uh, it was funny enough, I was in college and Crew B was teaching the Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. And I was in college and I had a Tuesday and Thursday class at 9 a.m. So I ended up going to one of the classes at Bruckman's, which, which Crew B was teaching. And I thought, man, I really enjoy this because we, we didn't have that kind of striking. We had other good coaches and striking coaches there, but it was different. And the class slowly started to diminish. And I kept skipping college to go to these classes. So there's right. like actions come to consequences, but it's all good. <laughs> so so um, at one point, there was only me and one other person, two people total. And I went to Bruckman and I was like, hey man, like how long are you keeping these classes going? And he goes, you keep showing up and I'll worry about that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So then um, I wanted to get more sparring in and get different people there. So I ended up, uh, Brendan said, how don't you come by our, our gym and start sparring more? So just the way it kind of worked out is I, I ended up kind of just transitioning. 
over for a little bit. I was actually paying both memberships at, at both gyms. And then finally, I just said, I'm just going to switch to Cal Samrit. And then obviously, unfortunately, what happened with Brookman's is he shut down and, uh, you know, I, I stayed here. So, But you're always part of the family and the team. Yeah. No matter what the situation is. No matter. Is. That's it, man. Like, uh, I love what Justin says, right? It's like, we're, we're all like misfit toys. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's, there's a few things I think that connect people is, you know, you get music. You don't, you don't need to speak the language to, to understand music, food. You don't need to know, you know, you can go to Italy and not speak, not speak Italian. Italian, but you still love the food. You still love the food. And I think the last one really uh, is fighting. You know, you go anywhere in the world and you can connect with somebody over a fight, right? It, it, over all, going all the way back to like the gladiator days when there were people in, you know, coliseums fighting to the death. People would gather around. You, you don't know that person, but you were there watching that fight. And mm -hmm. so... I love that, you know, like we're always a family, no matter what you do, you know, if you do martial arts and it doesn't really matter the skill level or where you're at is, you know, part of the family. And especially if you join Cal Samrit, now you're part of the Cal Samrit family, right? 100% because you're always part of the family. Yeah. So I've got three closing questions here. Um, I asked these to every one of my guests, all 90 episodes. One of the questions changed a little bit, but they're all the same. The first question, you have to pick three. What three qualities do you possess that make you successful? Three qualities. So like qualities in like in general? Like in general. So maybe uh, a common one is like uh, hardworking or perseverance or anything like that. Well, very simple. Perseverance, hardworking, and very social. Like, you know, because those things really, really is like I'm a hardworking person because I like I always hustle for yeah. class or training. Yeah. Um, social because we talk to to like you know get an understanding of a technique or understand something in life or get better in something i socialize with people because it's just like it just way i learn because it's like i could get different people's views to how i get better in life and um yeah like those are the those are the two things i will say mostly about me because like i'm hard working and i'm always like to be a social guys because like that's the way it is okay i love that this question, I think, is going to be especially interesting to you. And I think, you know, if I have you on later down the road, this might change. Your answer might change. But let's see what it is right now. If you could go back in time, what is something you would tell your younger self? Holy moly. Okay. So if I can go back in time in 2019. Okay. 2019 when I was in grade nine. Okay. okay. Um, do not get nervous. Mm, about what? Of fighting. Okay. Do not get stressed out and do not get in my head. Because I started realizing when I started doing more fights down the road, like I still was good, but I always had that fear and that mm. stress in my mindset. But now I'm working on that to improve because now I'm starting to read a book called um, The Studies of Meditation or I forgot it was, it's, I, ha, I, I gotta go back and see it. So okay. next op episode, I'll bring in a book and, okay. I'll, <laughs> and I'll show you about it. But basically it just teaches me how to meditate and how to relieve stress, how to breathe in my inner core and like find my, 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 my existences and like also like how to be really relieve, relieve my stress and let my stress go. Like just let it go and stuff. Yeah. So if I would have told myself at 2019 at 14 years old, cause that's when I've been it, like yeah. most kids starts at 14, um, stop being nervous, 
you know, stop being scared because you know, like, dude, like you're you're do you're doing this fight for a purpose because you love it, right? Yeah. If you or if you're gonna be nervous about it, there's no sense of doing it, right? So mm. like, if I could go back in time, like in 2014, like I still won the fight, but like. I was still nervous, but I should just go, go on my knees right to a little me like me, like down to here. Yeah, you yeah. You saw me, yeah. 96 pounds, not 140. <laughs> now you're like this to me. Bro, <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I'm skyrocketing. Like, yeah. What the heck? Like, reach yeah. for the stars, you know? Yeah. Like, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I would just go on my knees for that one and that for the little version of myself and say, look, stop being stressed out. Yeah. You got this in the bag. Like, he's... Like everyone is scared and nervous, and even if they're trying to like lie, no, I wasn't, and yeah, they're trying yeah. to be all cocky and nice. That's that's cat. Yeah, that's cat because everyone's nervous. Everyone has that little nerves. You just gotta have that reality just to control it. Yeah, embrace it, mm. consume it. Like John Jones. Like John yeah. Jones, he got that butterflies in, in his stomach, but he's like embrace it, consume it, control it, use yeah. it. And that's how he like not got on the kill streak because he yeah. just start cutting guys up because yeah. he starts saying. Well, I bet this guy would go, can last three rounds, but when he gets cut up, yeah, yeah. Well, not, a lot of those guys never seen their own blood, you know. So like, that's why I got. If I if I have one goal or one thing I could have done, if I could change myself in the past, change myself in 2019 when I was 14 years old, not to wow. stress. I love that. And the last one here, what is something you do every day that you are proud of? Every day that I'm proud of, something that I do every day that I'm proud of. Teaching kids classes. Yeah. Teaching kids classes. The reason why I like teaching kids classes is because, very simple, I want to make these kids that are on the fight team and stuff, seeing them and making them kill us and making them savages. Because the reason why is because like, and and it's not just a teaching aspect, it's making them like, like be like savages, but also like, when you te- you know when you like you, you tease a little little version of themselves and now they're getting older now they want to get you back mm. like I remember B he would just like lay on me and just joke around me and just noogie me and stuff like in class yeah, and yeah. then it's like now it's like dude he can't do that and he's like I have to all my way <laughs> you know yeah. so when you when you look at these so the reason why I'm proud of it every day is because not because of the fact is like oh they're gonna like they, they look up to me and I'm like a role model but the fact is they're like a little version of myself yes. when I was 14 years old or 13 or 12 or 11 or 6 doesn't matter and then just seeing them skyrocket grow up and become savages man like that that makes me happy as a coach because not only I'm making them basically be a better version of themselves or make them but you know accomplish what they want to do. But I appreciate it because it's like I joke around them and tease them, and then they're like they try to get me with choke or something, and yeah. I'm like, no, you're not doing no, this to me because yeah. this is not happening. You can't do this because I'm not getting embarrassed by your parents because I don't want to be the coach getting tapped out, you know. That's but like, awesome. I appreciate you teaching every day, and that's that's one thing I appreciate doing every day. Awesome, thank you so much, man, Dylan, Lieutenant Dan, Majesty. <laughs> All right, my man, thank you, buddy, thank you. Wait, before I let you go, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Not really. No? Cool. Because, because, That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>